the Dashboard Effect. I'm Brick Thompson. I'm Caleb Oaks. Caleb, two episodes ago, we talked about answering the question, what is Power BI? Uh, and I thought we might do the same thing today, answering the question about what is Fabric? You know, Fabric being the new platform that Microsoft launched back in May um, into public beta, uh, basically the new data platform out on Azure. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be good. I mean, there are a lot of components to Power BI and kind of similar. Power BI is just one of the components of Fabric. So yeah. uh, there's a lot to cover, but I think we can cover some of the high level to give people a broad understanding of, of what they can expect there. And I know you've been doing some training courses, have, yeah. and so I'm excited to hear what, what you've been learning, and <laughs> we'll see what happens. Well, I've been doing the uh, Fabric for uh, for Dummies courses out on uh, Microsoft. It's, it's good stuff. So at a very high level, Fabric is the, the branding and packaging around Microsoft's data platform. Previous to that, I think probably Synapse would have um, than what it was, and so it's becoming fabric, um, and really includes all of the pieces of things that you'd need to have um, a, a, a data environment, a BI environment, things like data warehouse, data lake house, Power BI, um, data models, all of that stuff, mm -hmm. including machine learning and so on. So yeah. within fabric, they've done a really good job of integrating all of these pieces, and it's, uh, it's pretty fascinating. Yeah. So... So maybe we'll start with data engineering. So what is data engineering in Fabric? So I think the way they they do it, and you might have to correct me here since you, it's a little <laughs> more fresh for you. So um, the data engineering piece is the uh, it's going to be your your data warehouse, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. It's the data warehouse or or uh, data lake house. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. so it's going to be where you're going to do like you're going to pull data. You're going to land it somewhere. You might do some cleansing. You might do some um, transformations of it, uh, but you're not necessarily doing like machine learning at this point. Right. right. Yeah. So so the engineering is really about setting up a place where your data is going to live. So in something called One Lake. In fact, I don't want to get too in the weeds here, but Microsoft has moved away from a, a true traditional SQL server. Even if you're working in SQL, you're going to have all of your data stored in a, in a data lake, a data mm -hmm. lake house. So it's really creating a data lake house and then all of the tables and the um, uh, data models and various things that would exist within that. Yep. All right. So another section in um, Fabric or another part of it is called Data Factory. So it's been around for quite a, quite a long time on, on Azure. Um, what is Data Factory and how are you going to use that in, in Fabric? Sure. So Data Factory uh, is used to move data. It can do a lot of stuff, but typically it you connect to your source and then you dump the data somewhere. In this case, it will be in a, in a one lake. Um, so Data Factory, the way that we're seeing it is that um, you'll use some of that just data and data engineering um, pieces like the Spark notebooks and things like that, um, and then you'll use Data Factory as kind of your job orchestrator and scheduling uh, and that type of thing and and like making sure things don't fail and all that fun stuff. That's where Data Factory will fit in. Got it. All right. Another piece is data science. I think of this primarily as machine learning stuff. So uh, uh, building tools that can help with uh, predictive analysis and so on, 
um, predicting which customers might churn, that type of thing. It's really well integrated into the to the ecosystem. Um, and in fact, it's gotten so easy to do that stuff. It's amazing. I mean, easy. You still have to you still have to know what you're doing. But you know, five years ago, six years ago, that machine learning stuff was really uh, you, you needed a, a data science degree to even approach it. And now regular people can actually start using it. Yeah, I mean, there's it's kind of the theme of Fabric, right? Just make it easy. Yeah. And, and machine learning is one of those those pieces. And I think what's exciting about it for down the road is that this AI, uh, you know, AI studio is another really cool thing that Microsoft's doing. I could see that being integrated right into Fabric. Yeah. And so you're just you're answering questions about your data as you're processing it. And that would be pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would imagine we're going to see some really cool stuff over the next few months. Um, and then, obviously, another huge piece of this is Power BI. So, Power BI is now included as part of Fabric. It's part of the Fabric ecosystem. Makes it really easy to create uh, what used to be uh, data analysis cubes, analysis services cubes. Um, now, you're creating data sources within Fabric using Power BI to help you do the um, uh, modeling of the of the tables and and creation of DAX and all of that stuff. Yeah, I mean it's, it's direct lake is what they're calling it from Power BI directly to the to your one lake. Um, you go through some of the things like the data warehouse, how they're, what they're calling the warehouse and the lake house, um, but you can model it right inside of of the web UI inside of Fabric. You can even write DAX in there and then. The coolest part is that it doesn't actually pull the data into Power BI. It just stays there um, in your warehouse or lake house. And Power BI just transacts against it, and it's lightning fast. It's amazing how fast. I don't know quite how they're getting that performance. It's amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. It really is. All right. So you you already mentioned another piece, data warehouse. How I have a little bit of confusion around what they're calling data warehouse now. In the old days, that would have been sort of a Kimball model SQL server based something. How are you seeing that in Fabric? Yeah. So the the way that um, they've laid it out is the warehouse is going to be your SQL engine. So then this is really the only difference. So warehouse, you get to write SQL against it, and you can do some transformations or create new tables using SQL, T-SQL. Um, the lake house is going to be Spark. So that's going to use you know PySpark or you know Python as you as you write things there, um, and that's really the only difference inside of Fabric as you're as you're dealing with them. They look pretty much the same, right? Right. It's like oh, here's your tables. Um, you can create relationships. You can do all the things that you can like between the two of them. The difference is the engine that's processing the data. And- and all of the data is sitting natively in Delta Parquet files mm-hmm. in one lake, but it's just basically how you interact with it, how you model and that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. And those Delta Parquet files are really cool. Yeah, those are really cool. There's yeah. a thing. What's it called? A t- t- uh, time machine, something like that. Uh, yeah, something like that. Where yeah, where where when changes happen to the tables, the Delta Parquet files, you can actually now go in and say, all right, I want to I want to see exactly the state of this based on some date and some time in the past. And you know, we've we've built data warehouses for years that allowed you to do that, but it took a lot of careful modeling and writing of DAX to be able to do that well. Yeah, right. And the typical scenario there is I need to I need to keep data as of like month end or something. Right. Like I don't want it to change after that. Even though in the sy- transactional system it might. Yeah. Um you want to be able to say, no, this is what we reported 
on right. January 31st. That's going to be what we want to report on forever now. Right. So, you know, so. so if you're building a historical report, you might say, all right, I want every month end. And mm. now it's very simple to go back and get that without having exactly. to have set it up beforehand to write those out to a table somewhere. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's kind and of built in there. So many great features coming with this. And it's still in preview. Do you know, I can't remember the date that they may be going uh, GA on this. But I don't think they've announced it yet still. Okay. But, All right. You know, it's 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 interesting. I was reading this uh, post uh, a couple of weeks ago about someone saying, like, you know, when is this going to be generally available? And um, I'm having a hard time, you know, getting people to buy into it since it says public preview. And you know, someone replied, like, well, like, what functionally does it not do well for right. you? And they didn't really have anything to say. So that the really where the the conversation went was, well, you know, just because there's a label on it means you you're not going to use it, even though functionally it meets all your specs. But right. if it didn't have a label and functionally it didn't meet all your specs, you'd be able to. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's, it's kind of an interesting thing. It's really just the public preview right now is it is just a label. There are some some nuances kind of on the edges. I think those are going to be there even when it's generally available. There's still going to be some bugs and kinks getting worked out, just like there was with Power BI. Um, but public preview right now seems usable. Yeah, I, I agree. So um, there may be some of this that I got wrong or, or that we got wrong, but uh, that's sort of a high-level overview of the pieces of fabric as we see them. There are so many details and cool features and things you can do and things that we'll all be learning about how to optimize and, and sort of do as best practices in this. I'm really excited about it. It's cool. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. I mean, it just fits in really well with where Microsoft's headed with everything and um, the the AI stuff is going to be there and fabric is going to enable a lot of it right. and it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. As, uh, as they said during the, uh, keynote back in May, data is the fuel that powers AI. And, uh, clearly the company Microsoft is really setting itself up to provide that sort of that conduit, that place to have the data and manage the data so that you can enable your AI really well. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah it's going to be sweet. All right. Thanks, Caleb. Cool. Thank you.